What's going on, everybody? Welcome, uh, welcome back to another episode of the One Hundred Percent Real Podcast. Today, we we have here. Uh, well, I messed that all up. Today, we have here Art the Clown, known as David Howard Thornton. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, man? I've been doing good. I I just me. Me and my brother, we watched the uh, we watched the Terrifier the other night. <laughs> yeah, it oh, was. I did hear that last part. I, I just heard that you and your brother watched Terrifier the other night. Yeah, that's great. Did you, so, uh, was that your first time seeing it, or uh, that was? I think that was his first time. I think that was my third time watching it. Okay, cool. So. How, how did he fare? <laughs> he could, he could, he couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take we it. We did our job. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how's everything going with you during this time of quarantine and coronavirus and stuff going on? It's, it's going as well as it can be right now. You know, it's just like yeah, I, I, you know. It's, what month four now that we're on of this? So it's just like, oh, jeez. You know, I, I do what I can. I've been, <clears throat> excuse me, you can't. Well, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've been like, you know, just pretty much been cooped up inside my apartment these past four months. So I've been mm-hmm. watching a lot of films and playing a lot of video games recently. So. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, video game that you're playing right now? Right now, I just started uh, playing the Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh, nice. I haven't played it yet, but I heard it's pretty good. On uh, PlayStation 4? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It is, like, one of the most gorgeous games I've ever played. It's just, like, wow. It, it gets me excited about what's going to be coming out of, the, like, the next generation of systems if they're able to pull this off on a PlayStation 4. I'm like, man, what are they going to be able to pull off on PS5? Exactly, exactly. I've seen yeah. I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, eh, I might get it, I might not get it. I don't know yet. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I I strongly recommend getting it. It's just it's a lot of fun too, like the duels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the, the combat, it's a lot of fun. So, I know you were in the Terrifier, and I know you're in the Terrifier too. You just have to be in the Terrifier too. You have to be. Of course. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta continue the path of destruction. Yeah, you got to. You know, I'm not giving that guy up yet. He's too much fun to play. <laughs> so. So walk me through like a day on set of the Terrifier, the the first one, if you remember some things about it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I have to show up before anybody else does in the casting crew. It's Damien and I that arrive on set like an hour or two or three sometimes before everybody else mm-hmm. because it takes about three hours to put all my makeup on. Yeah, so that's it's like that, that's that's kind of exhausting in itself. So it's, that's a lot of just Damien and I just having time together so we're like we've got to know each other so well and <laughs> all this because of all that it's like I spent well over a hundred or so hours in that makeup here alone with Damien so we're, we're like family now yeah so I get on set finally get makeup then I usually just sit there for a while while they set up all the shots and stuff like that uh-huh. sometimes they have to film other things first before they get to me but then they have to do all my stuff first because Damien has to be on set for everything and Damien does my makeup so mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of sitting around and waiting for me. 
But uh, once I get on set, it's a lot of fun. I, I have a lot of fun doing that. You know, you know, it, it can be a little bit, you know, tiring at times, especially when it's cold. Uh-huh. Because when you're covered in all that blood, it just makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, but you, you deal with it. You deal with it. I, I, I haven't had it as bad as some of the, the our cast members, though. I, well, I'll take that back. I, I've had a few nights where I was pretty much naked, <laughs> having to wear blood. So that was that was pretty brutal too. <laughs> and I, I feel sorry for everybody that had to see that scene. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you signed up to see other people naked, not me naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what's your favorite scene of the Terrifier? I would say that would be the pizza racing. I think that is just a great scene in the film because it sets up everything you need to know about the character. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to have any of his backs or anything like that. You know everything you need to know about that character from that one scene alone. Just, you, you see so many different facets of who he is. You see his like playful... You know, side, you see that creepy side to him, then you later on to see that just outright malicious, evil, brutal oh, yeah. side of him when he goes and just kills everybody in there. I'm like, it's, it's a great scene. It's got some great little moments in there, a lot of, you know, funny moments. It's got some scary moments. Mm-hmm. And I got to play around a lot with that scene, too. But Damon gave me a lot of free range to, like, improvise and stuff like that. So that's, I really enjoyed doing that scene. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so, with well, does the uh, does the uh, Terrifier two have a release date yet, or not yet? We originally wanted to aim for October of this year, but that mm-hmm. was well before the pandemic. Yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. So we didn't. No one anticipated all this craziness that happened. So that that kind of you know slowed things down for us because we were almost finished filming. I think maybe we had like a week or two left of filming to do mm-hmm. when we had to go in lockdown here in New York City. Ah. And it's just like, uh, but luckily we finished probably one of the biggest set pieces in the film, like literally the week of the whole, like uh-huh. when the, the leading up to the lockdown. So we got the hardest stuff. It's like what kills them or something like that. So that's the easy stuff now. So mm-hmm. we're almost finished, and Dana's been really busy editing everything that we've already shot. And so, like, I, I think that the, the part that's going to take the longest to get it out is trying to find whoever's going to put this out there to the world. However, we're going to dis, uh, distribute it. So we don't know if it's going to go in theaters yet, or if we're just going to do like we did last time and release it on DVD and Blu-ray and also on streaming platforms, mm-hmm. Netflix, hopefully. But It'll get there. I, I do know that if we had to go to theaters and we had to get an MPA rating, yeah, we would definitely be getting a hard NC-17. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt in the, in the least this would be getting Just for the first few minutes of the film alone, it would be like, okay, NCC, NC-17, no problem. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> man. I love it. Back. Yeah, yeah. We, we are not pulling back from all the gore and all that kind of stuff at all. I think we we're pushing ourselves because we, we feel like we have to try to surpass the, what we did in the first oh, place. Oh, yeah. That yeah. hex also. Because you said, so, like, the standards are, like, so high now because yeah. of what the first one was like. He's like, how do we top this? Yeah. That's that's the, always the, the hard part about doing these things. Like, when you, when you do something and you're already up there, and it's just like, oh, God, we set the bar high. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
how are we gonna do? How are we gonna up top ourselves now? So that's, that's what we're attempting, at, and I think we've pretty much done it. It's just like I, I think this film is just a fun film. It's just it's there's so many things that I still can't talk about yet. Yeah, that wasn't even seen in the trailer that we released recently. It's just there's so many things, characters that have not been revealed yet. Either. Oh my gosh, there's new characters. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one character especially that a lot of people are going to be like, WTF about. <laughs> yeah. So, if, if, if Pennywise and Art had a battle, who do you think would win? Oh, Art. No, no problem there. Because, you know, Pennywise banks on fear. That's how he gets people. Mm-hmm. He's like, he, he feeds off of fear. And Art is pretty much fearless. He doesn't really... He, there's nothing really that phases him. He's just hes just brutal. He's evil and sadistic. And I think, you know, that would probably be the one time Art would actually talk. It would be the trash talk. Yes, that would... I was like, how come he doesn't talk? Yeah, yeah, I think that would be the one time you would ever hear him talk. He's like, you're such a loser. You're not even a real clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Clown. You're a poser. Loser, you got beaten by kids. Loser. <laughs> oh my gosh. By the loser, loser. <laughs> so, so, I heard you said you, you're, you're, you're living in uh, New York now. Yes. Yeah. So, have you been to any like, um, like, uh, New York Comic Cons or anything like that? I haven't been to uh, New York Comic Con yet, but I, I have done some of the other smaller cons around here, like Big Apple Con and uh-huh. um, uh, Winter Con like that but one day I hope to get to New York Comic Con every year when I want to do it something always gets in the way mm-hmm. it's just it's I, it, it's so annoying I can I can <laughs> only imagine I can only imagine yeah something's always like it's like back in the day when I was waiting tables I would always have to work that day or I, I had to do some project that day or something something always would interfere with that convention I was like oh man one day, one day, I would especially love to be a guest there. One day. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was about to ask you. Like, have you been like a guest on it or anything? Like a guest on like a panel or anything like that? That's why. That, that was not, my next not question. Not that one. Yeah, but I mean, I've done a lot of other conventions and done a lot of panels. That was actually something I. That was a, a goal of mine because I. You know, I was a. I was a con fan before I was. You know, as a guest at the cons, I was going to conventions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I do especially I'd cosplay as Joker a lot stuff like that and that that was always a goal of mine was to be on that other side of the table at the yeah. conventions you know doing autographs one day or doing the the Q&A sessions and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know it's like that, that it, it's I, I think it's a fun way to really interact with your fans and stuff for like sure that. for sure um what is your favorite um horror movie of all time Ooh, I don't have an absolute favorite. That's because there are just so many good ones out there. But I always, I, I'm also the same way with comedies. There's so many good ones out. There I don't have an app. But my one all-time favorite film of all time would mm-hmm. be *Friend Roger Rabbit* because that's got everything I like in a film. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that about just a certain genre of films. Yeah. But, um, I would say my top five yeah. for horror would be a no. Original Halloween, uh, The Omen, uh, Exorcist, um, how, how was that? Uh, Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original oh, yeah. one. 
And Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. Nice. I think mine... I think mine would have to be... Ah... Uh, I'll put The Grudge up there at number one because that was that, that was the movie that pretty much scarred me when I was a kid. So that, that was at the <laughs> yeah. top for sure. Yeah, have you seen the original, like the Japanese version? I have not. Oh, oh that's even trickier. <laughs> I got to watch it then. I got to watch it. Um, yeah. I'll put Conjuring 2 mm-hmm. and then probably The Cold of Chucky. That was actually a surprisingly good movie. It was. was like that was that was a really creative, very meta one too. That was like that went to some interesting places in that. Oh I mean, yeah. You know, then you know, like Fiona and Brad are doing a, a, a you know film together, and then she gets taken over by her dad's spirit. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I don't really like the the um the newer child's play it's kind of yeah. weird because that's not to me a child's play movie it's that not it's like it, it i mean no disrespect you know if that had just been another new character i would have been totally yeah like, yeah this is a good movie but as a child's play movie that wasn't a child's play movie because that was not chucky no chucky's not a rogue ai no <laughs> A, a guy, a Satanist that put his soul into this doll to yes. the police, you know? It's just like, that. that's Chucky. That, this, that's, that's so much scarier to me. It's like, yeah, you, why didn't they just do another, like, yeah, just make a new franchise off of a rogue AI like that? That would totally work. And I would oh, this is great. And I think that I think that's what that's how a lot of people feel about that movie. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, there's some people that that that, that genuinely like the movie, and then yeah. there's some that have their opinions on it. Like you know, they, they, I, was, I, I was I was I was trash. I was just yeah. See, trash. as a movie itself, it was great. Yeah, it was a great horror movie. It, it did some really fun, creative things, especially you know him like taking control of all the the things and the the store and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. But I'm like, but it's not Chucky. It's not. Like, yeah. It was Buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your what's your um favorite horror character? Like, who's your favorite character? As oh, far as that's that's easy. Freddy Krueger. It's like I I think that is like the most creative horror villain ever created because there's he's just. First of all, he's fun to watch. Yeah. He's so charismatic, but he's scary as hell, too. But then it was like, unlike other horror characters, like, you know, Mike Myers and Jason, all those guys, mm-hmm. they're all based in the physical world. So you can get away from them if you really wanted to. You could get in the car and drive the heck out of Dodge. Exactly. Get, you know, get in a plane, fly to another country, get away from them. Freddy, you can't. He gets to, he's in your dreams. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't escape him that way. You, that's, you have to fall asleep when yeah. you die. So it's like, and that's, that's freaky in itself. It's like, then you can't escape him. And then the whole, the whole premise of him having control over dreams, that lends infinite possibilities of what you can do with the character. Yeah. It's like, you, you can literally come up with any scenario and you can do it because it takes place in a dream. So it's like, that's, that's, it's, brilliant character like Wes Craven you know <laughs> great job um so I think we could um wrap it up here alright 
Thank you so much for being on the, the 100% Real Podcast. Uh, uh, stay safe and uh, hopefully talk to you soon. Well, thank you very much and thanks for having me. And you stay safe as well, man. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Guys, we did it. Thank you so much for listening in to the 100% Real Podcast. I know there was a little bit of, you know, delay, a little bit of lagging when it comes to voices. Uh, So I apologize on that end uh, in advance. So thank you so much. And uh, this is the podcast that keeps it too sweet. And we are O-U-T. Bye.